Welcome back to the Alliance Podcast with your host, Alicia Solomon and Megan Hines, where we talk all things to challenge and we've been talking about Challenge USA for the past six weeks. And this week, we're getting the aftermath of what happened last week between Tyson, Ben, and Sarah, and we'll see how that fulfills throughout this next episode and the rest of the season. We come back after the elimination, we get the new pairs between Tyson, Kara, Ben, Sarah, David, Desi, Leo, Kayla. Danny, Alyssa, Shannon, and Derek, Kylan and Cache, Dominic and Angela, who they noted to TJ, like, hey, we've been partnered before, but TJ did say, like, if it's mathematically possible, it happened again at least once, but if not, like, they were back-to-back partners, and then we ended with Enzo and Justine as a last pair. I mean, I, I get how they can be partners again because of the math on it but I'm trying to think was she partnered with every single man that was already there like I it's been six weeks I I really don't know like I didn't really do the maths on it I didn't really do the research but I'm thinking like how is she partnered with him again is she you could tell she was tight about it she was like uh 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 like let's do a recount like she's like count the votes stop let's do it over because I already had this man before and Dominic couldn't care less. He was like, okay, yeah, no, Angela, hey, girl, what's up? Like, yeah. come over here. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. I I think um, having them be partnered again so soon, I, I really don't know if like, it didn't the algorithm should have been that way. It, it shouldn't have because I'm looking at the list again. And she was partnered with Tyson for that one week that they won. She was partnered with Kylan when they won. She was partnered with Dom. Was she with Leo? I can't remember. At the, okay, she's been friends with at, at least three of these people. And I feel like someone that she was partnered with before also left already, too. Yeah, because she was partnered with how I forget already. I don't know. My memory is shot. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, let me. Anyway. Yeah, but anyway. Anyway, child. Those are the new pairs. And of these two pairs, it's very interesting, speaking of the algorithm that Ben and Sarah are partnered together because now like we after what happened last week they just like hey then you get sarah and y'all can try and possibly go after tyson if y'all win because them together are a good team so that was funny to me like oh right after tyson took that shot <laughs> ben and sarah are partnered together and after that like sarah is just ready to go to war Hence the name of the episode was Cost of a War because she's ready to make Tyson pay for throwing her in last week. And she told Desi and David that Tyson had told her the night before the elimination that she was good. And now she's like, what the hell? Now you just like spending your time in this house. And all the while, like Tyson told the group, the clip that we've been seeing a lot in the promos for the show, that if you're going to take it personal, then maybe you should avoid all games. And it's like, it is true. Like, you can't just get mad about this for what? You can, but you can at the same time. I It's personal at the end of the day, especially with those three individuals who had done games prior and they've played and they've taken shots with each other, gotten each other out, did certain things. So I feel like at this point for them, it's personal. And so, yes, they still have the ability to get mad. It's not like they shouldn't be mad at it, but it's 
not how you do things, it's the way you do things. And I feel like the way that Tyson went about it and then the conversations that were had after the fact, you can see that it was just the way that the, the move was made and how things just played out. That's where the problem is. It's not necessarily that the shot was taken, but it was so early. You said all of these things to them to tell them that they were safe or at least Sarah was safe. And then you go back and you just make the decision. So it's like either you keep it a buck or you don't say anything. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, because he took the shot. Like Danny said it last week where like he did a survivor cell where you take a shot at the person you are targeting their ally. And it just happened that because Sarah and Ben were cool, he took a shot at Sarah in the vein of like not having to go after Ben because it didn't make sense in a sense. But Ben said that he wants Tyson to show him some respect. Because if Sarah had left, Ben is like, so what now? Like, you think I'm just going to go into your little net of, like, your crew? That's not happening. Because you took out my number one. I'm not I'm not doing that. So Ben is, he's in a weird spot, but not really. Like, he knew, like, me and Tyson are not cool like that. So it doesn't make sense for us to try and work together at this point. And then David said he was just happy um, that he's not a target because he likes to see the end of fighting between his very people because he's not on anybody's radar. And he loves that for himself. <laughs> he's just happy he's there after episode one. That's what he's happy about. Yeah, because he was first boot on his first season. And then uh, he was just there on his all-star season. So, yeah. Cache was in the crying of Sarah about not wanting to tell her why her and Tyson chose her to go into the nation last week. And Cache told Sarah that Tyson said that she gets close to people, then she takes them out. And Sarah knew that Tyson manipulated Cache for his own agenda last week. And I'm just like, Cache, you did not need to cry about this because it wasn't that much. I don't like this girl. Like, I tried. I really tried. I really tried. I wanted to like her from the beginning, but the evidence lined up against her. It's so egregious. I can't take it. Like, why are you crying to this lady about something that you had a decision in? I get that Tyson was the mastermind behind your whole partnership from beginning to end, from the challenge, from carrying you, all that other stuff. Like, he was the person that was on the forefront and making the decisions. But for me, it's one moment you don't want to put anybody up against Justine and her partner then it's oh Sarah has to go in oh it's like her story changes every two seconds like which story are you going with ma'am are you going with the one you said first are you going with this other one or are you going to cry and 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 add something to it it's just too much it's too much and we did not need an explanation we did not need to get the tears about it after it it was like what the hell was Tyson gonna do to you that was so terrible that you were like please please don't tell him if it you you know like he's a big boogeyman like if he if he if you know if he says anything after I'm like are you insane like are you literally insane and then the reason why Sarah and Leo were in there were because the girls because of Sarah's doing were scared to be partnered with Leo and Cache said that one of the reasons why they went in so now you're coming in this week and you cry to Sarah over Tyson but you literally said last week that oh Leo is one of the biggest guys and it's good to get him out pick a story she don't know she she 
she's one of them that she can't even remember her lies. Like she'll tell you one thing one moment and then the next minute she'll be like, oh no, it's this. And then you start questioning like, well, didn't you say this was the reason before? So now you just add and shit. Now you just, now you just chatting. And I do not like people like that. Girl, shut up. And the crying, the tears, save them. Like save them. As someone who perpetually cries, stop, stop. <laughs> it don't help nothing. It really don't. I don't. I still don't want to say why I do it, but I, well, I know why I do because I am sensitive. But the way that Cash really just cried to that lady because she was quote probably just scared as hell. What is he gonna do to you? What is he gonna do? Stick Angela on you? Okay, what? Okay, so that's whatever. I like, don't know. Maybe he was gonna throw her in a pool and know that she kissed him. <laughs> I don't know because <laughs> why are you crying? Like why are you crying? Oh no. But let me see David and Enzo talking in the kitchen about not being on anyone's radar because they also haven't really won much. Like we saw David and Alicia, he won his, but Enzo has been in the middle of the pack and hasn't really done anything. This is foreshadowing for how this episode plays out. And then we get into the daily challenge, which is called containment, where as each team goes at a time, they'll swim to a ladder and they have to climb that up so it's the opposite size of the course of shipping containers that are suspended over water and then they'll need to count the amounts of symbols that are on the first container then cross a net onto the second container and then use a rope to swing to the platform in the middle and then once they get to the platform they must take their key and then get back in the water and go to shore and place them on the board to release a card the teams will need to do a math problem and multiply the total number of each symbols that were counted by their value and the final number that they will come up with will be the code that they will use to help set off these sparklers but those are really nice little sparklers i mean they i know the, the show loves some fireworks and some explosions and they're like hey we got some sparklers let's use them yeah i feel like i've seen those sparklers at starlet's like I, a bottle girl probably held that in her hand with like a bottle of deucing was just like parading herself around that's what the sparklers gave to me yeah it was like that I'm like oh that, it looks nice it's nice but also the team that stalls out during the course will be disqualified and the fastest team that will get through this will win the daily the first team that went up was dom and angela and dom was like hey yeah i'm a numbers guy i can do this but dom said he was also worried about his safety in the game following the aftermath of last week given that angela is literally known as Tyson's number one. He's like, yo, if we don't win, we in trouble. Nobody's worried about you, dumb. It's like, you, you want to be a part of the crew so bad that he's like, we, we, we. And Angela's like, no, like, I don't speak French. It's not we, it's me. Like, I'm the person who's attached to him. You're just here by chance, by algorithm chance, okay? You're just here so you don't get fined the kind of situation like that's 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 what it was essentially but dom was just happy to be partnered with angela because he knows that she's a strong competitor and that she has tyson as her number one that's all he needed to know yeah he was rolling that no matter what they ended up finishing up their puzzle um because he was like oh, i'm a numbers guy i know i'm in finance i can do this sometimes folks that be in finance that become on the show they scramble <laughs> math is hard and that's one of the themes of this show. Math is hard, no matter how you uh, come into it with, with some knowledge of it. With. Then we had Ben and Sarah, and both of them are falling out of their containers when they were going inside them to look for the symbols. Like, first I saw Ben fall out of his, 
into the the net and I saw Sarah fall on her I'm like are y'all okay y'all are not okay right now but they end up getting the first check wrong and Sarah went back on her crate I noticed that she missed a black thimble and she was like damn I didn't see that and we could have gotten this but they went back used that symbol they got it correct on a second try yeah, she definitely fucked up. But I think, I don't know if she was more focused on just trying to win and beat Tyson or she just really didn't see it. But that just cost him the game. Yeah. And then Kylie and Cash were being spring breakers on their jumps into the water and outer. They ended up getting their problem correct. And then Shannon and Derek, they were in shambles. Shannon brought up the fact that she was injured. And then Derek, who was a math guy, he was in shambles because that board looked like that one meme when that guy is like just looking at the board. That's what that them locations were looking like. It was a hot mess. Yeah, as long as he can read it and understand it, that's really all that matters. But it looked like he said it looked like a beautiful mind where it was just like a bunch of floating numbers all over the place, and it was just scrambled. But Shannon fucked up and announced that she was injured, and it's like. Rule number one, or like 1C, don't announce if you are injured. Keep that shit to yourself. Keep it in the the tuck because Kira was the same way. Kira had vomited. She had a stomach bug, I'm assuming, for a couple of days at least. And what she did, she kept it and she didn't even tell her partner. She told Justine who they had a conversation about her being sick, but she didn't tell anybody. That is a rule. Like you don't tell people that you're sick because they are going to try to use that against you. Well, and behold, that happened later on. Danny and Lisa went next and drink for this moment. I am playing for my wife, Kiki. And <laughs> Danny remembers. I forgot my shot. I, I really <laughs> forgot my shot. I really forgot it. I'm not even going to get it. I'm going to have it after just in remembrance. But Lord. <laughs> well, I, first of all, I think my... The most that I got from it is that his wife took him on vacation. He was like, she's the one who took him to Jamaica. So I'm guessing Kiki, I don't know if she used his money or she used her money. But he said Kiki took him to Jamaica. Typically, it's just like, oh, me and my wife went on vacation. She, he was like, no, thank you to my wife who took me. And she had me jump, you know, beforehand in Jamaica. It came into, I'm like, so your wife is your wife is the money maker here like that's no shade this that's if that's if that works like cool but i guess yeah <laughs> so yeah. him jumping off that cliff in jamaica came in handy for this challenge because he had to jump from the container that was at most the same height as a cliff in jamaica so props to her for getting him prepared for the show with that and then Tyson and Kara went, and Kara announced, like, hey, told us in the confessional that she was sick. Meanwhile, Tyson could do a lot in this challenge because it was all in his warehouse where he can swim, jump on things, and climb things. And then once they were Did on he top. math? Oh, yeah, and math. That too. He forgot math. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then when they're on top of the containers, Kira was ready to swing, but her swing was very off. And she fell in the water, obviously. And she didn't have the energy to get back up. And so they were just there at a standstill because she was like, yeah, I can't do this. And her and I think the cute. I mean, I understand that she wasn't feeling well and she couldn't do it. 
And it was interesting because when she first got paired with Tyson, she was like, for the whole time, she's been praying and hoping and wishing that she gets paired with Tyson. And then the one opportunity she did get, which she could have, quote unquote, you know, propelled her to win, she didn't even have the energy to do it because she was sick. And it's like, damn, you're like, now Tyson is in a place because he can't save you. And if they go into elimination and you're still sick, Tyson's the one who's going to be carrying you. So it's really, really going to be two against one, because even though you're partnered with him, you're sick, you can't really do anything. So I did feel bad for Kira because Kira has had a decent showing these couple of weeks. You know, she's coming second. She, you know, her and Cashel, she was, you know, there for him when they were going through it, going down that initial challenge in the Heights. So I like Kira, but she's giving bland, very beautiful gap. And this was her moment and her opportunity to show something and she's sick. So it was like, damn, damn if you do, damn if you don't. But she's cool. It's funny that you said she was bland. She was doing perfectly fine on Love Island. Then she was on X on the beach this recent season as an ex. She wasn't giving personality. <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's like, I don't know if she's not paired with the right set of people that can bring out her personality more or if that's just who she is and she's more laid back and doesn't want to show her personality unless she like knows people and like that's like her centric of crew people but in overall like even though she's done well and she's been there and she's had little storylines here and there she gives very much like bland like the color of this shirt just she's just there So after them, it was just getting Enzo, and they couldn't even get off the containers because Enzo was in shambles up there. He reminded me of Corey, Ryder's father. <laughs> he was like, I ain't doing this. I ain't fucking doing it, y'all. He would not jump off that container. It's the fact that everyone was giving him encouragement, and they're like, one, two, three. And he's like, yeah, no, nah, I can't fucking do this. Like, yeah. get me out of here. I was like, what? <laughs> like, you are 45, sir. If you don't take a jump and just, what is the problem? And I get that he has a fear of jumping first into over a body of water. But where the platform was, it seemed like if you got a running start along with swinging on the rope, you had a fair opportunity to get on the platform. So it wasn't like it was too far off. And Justine was trying. Like Justine had a couple of attempts. Her attempts didn't hit the same. And, you know, she was waiting on Enzo to probably get a little bit more something. But he just, he literally didn't even run. Like the, he was holding the rope and he kept doing like this. Why are you climbing Like he, <laughs> yeah, like he was just like, he was trying to find something. And I'm just like, bro, you have to just run and go. And he could not even attempt to do that. And I was just like, well, damn, like this is fucked up because I know Justine has money in her account. She's been playing well. You know, she's shown that she's a good competitor in these competitions. But I mean, neither one of them jumped. So it was both of them that kind of caused that incident where what happened. But it's like you didn't jump. He didn't jump. The both of y'all just did looking stuck. I was just like, damn. But and so it was the crowd a participation it like they were literally like trying to egg him on and not in a bad way but to encourage him he was like listening to them that's the funny part they like one two three and he's like you yeah, know i can't fucking do it i was like what <laughs> are you serious right now 
Wait, no. Him saying that reminded me of Darrell from last season on All Stars. <laughs> and the thing is, we know that Darrell has a, a fear of heights. And I guess it's the same boat because he has a fear of jumping over a platform of water. But it's like, y'all, if these two make, okay, these two men are like in their 40s. <laughs> they are too old. <laughs> I feel like you're, these issues need to be worked out somewhere else because this challenge to me, it was a challenge that had everything that a challenge is. Like it has the water, it has the platforms, it has the math, you know, it has the puzzle, like that puzzle component to it. So it was like everything combined into one. Like if you couldn't even complete this, it's like, why are you on the challenge? Yeah, it, I have no words, but um, they DQ'd after a while. And then we went to David and Desi. And David was very excited to be part of Desi. And in turn, because of his excitement, Desi's like, yeah, I'm excited to be part of David. But they were really killing it in this challenge. They were going quick. They jumped in the water. They got on the platform in a good time, got their key. And they finished their math equation real quick. And TJ was very excited for both of them. I feel like especially for David. (laughs) He was like, that's how it's done. (laughs) Yeah, TJ is is so funny because these last challenges, he's been hyping people up. He's been trying to get people going. I don't know if it's because they have his mic turned all the way up this time or if they're just editing this in. But TJ has been so supportive in these challenges with all of these people. And then, like, he sees David and Desi go, and he was like, yeah. Like, he's rooting for everyone, honestly. But it's so funny to hear him encouraging them as it's going on. Like, when they're running into the water, when they're jumping, he's just engaging. And it's kind of funny to just watch because he just has the best job. Yeah, he does. That, that's a job I would like, just to sit, stand there, laugh at people. You give people encouragement. That's it. <laughs> but I have better clothes um, than TJ, you know, the, the looks. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. The looks got to be good, okay? You, if you're going to yeah. go to something, you got to come with yeah, the looks. You got to come, you gotta come <laughs> with the wardrobe. We're not giving, I mean, TJ's background, he's a, a BMX biker, so that's his yeah. swag. He gives very much like he shops at Zoomies and Hot Topic, and that's all he gives. But listen, the looks will be there. Okay. Yes. Just know. Yeah. The looks will be there. <laughs> and then Leo and Kayla went next. And Leo mentioned that he had a fear of falling into water as well. But however, he conquered his fear in his challenge. He jumped into the water on that off the first go. And then when he got on the platform, he was celebrating. He was excited. He baxed in the moment. He helped Kayla get on the platform. They got their key. But he jumped off the platform though. <laughs> That was funny because <laughs> he jumped off and he like put his did the nose thing. I'm like, I love it. I love it. First of all, Leo is a clown, but he's I like I said last week, he's just been giving funny moments unintentionally because he's just being himself. So when he got onto on from the container to the platform and the way he glided onto it, got on there, blowed them a kiss, like, and then he he goes, Shaq and Kobe, bro. I'm like. Why are you? You're not, you're not Kobe. serious right now. Like you're, you're nowhere near. Like you are, you are probably. I don't even want to degrade anybody, but you may be Slava Mevendenko at this point. Like I don't even know who you think that you are thinking of saying Shaq and Kobe. I was gonna be nice, and I was gonna say Jerry Fisher because they look small. No, 
I wouldn't even go that far. He got four rings at this point. Like, no, I ain't even going that far. I'm I'm giving him Devin George. I'm giving him Kwame Brown. Like, come on. Uh, you, uh, you can't be saying. I was going to say Luke, but Luke also got rings. But Luke didn't do nothing. Yeah, no. I'm, but look, see, Luke has been giving absolutely nothing, including on the coaching side. But he's still in the mix to some, somehow. Like, he's still there. This one right here, I don't even know. Like, he's just been giving <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> like, you barely just got on the scene. Like, barely just got on the scene. Yeah. It's more like Hollow <laughs> in um Ventura. Yeah. Because he barely got he on the scene. That. Like, he hasn't even played a game yet. <laughs> like, it's always talking shit. <laughs> I love it, though. You haven't even played a game, but you talking wild shit. This is crazy. But, okay. But also, TJ did laugh at the way that Leo did jump off the platform. And they did complete the equation. TJ was laughing at them, too. I was like, listen, TJ is enjoying this theatrics and comedic nature of this man because... He be having the little hits. <laughs> and with that, Kira and Tyson and Enzo and Justine could not complete the challenge. But with Kira and Tyson at least trying on the rope, Enzo and Justine are going straight to the arena since they did not do anything. And we have three top teams in Desi and David, Danny and Alyssa, and Angela and Dom, with one minute being the deciding like time between all three of them. And Desi and David are our winners. And now David has 7K, Desi has 6K. But now they have to choose who go against Enzo and Justine. And with Enzo and David being mad with one another ever since BB All-Stars, he's going to look out for his best interests. And they also both know that there's a lot of conversations happening that they're not involved in. And they're really excited for the opportunity to really listen and be included into those this week. Yeah, I'm shout out to the Black King and Queen and Desi and David. For winning. Uh, I, I love the fact that they won in the manner that they did because Desi, she hasn't really been given the opportunity to show how good of a player she is. But now that she had this opportunity, I love that for her. And now she has a chance to get into the final if she makes it that far. Uh, he wanted to be involved in the conversation and get down in the mix up. Why you want to be mixy so bad? Like, it's not that pressing. There's really nothing going on that is that serious. The only thing that's happening is between Tyson, Ben, and Sarah at this point. Everything else kind of seems under the radar and anything else that's bubbling up maybe against Big Brother or anything like that, it's just, it's not much. Like, it's not much drama. So I'm confused as to what conversations you want to get in between and, and just not be a fly on the wall. Like, you want to be mixing so bad. I'm sure that all of the conversations that were had, you get some sort of variation of it when you talk to other people that are in the house. So it's not like people are going to come to you and be like, okay, this is what we want to do this week. We want to do this to this and this. Like, and that's exactly what didn't happen. When Justine and Enzo went into the deliberation, Justine, unlike Cinco, gave absolutely nothing in the correct way. Yes. Like, that is the way to say nothing. Yeah. I will say, in, I probably, in defense of David, real quick, on Big Brother, like, when you're at HOH, like, people come to you and campaign and you get to know like the full scope of what's going on in the house to decide who goes in. That's the big brother Brandon David where he's like, no, yeah, now I have power. I want to know what's going on so that I can use that to my advantage. That's the big brother Brandon David because like he never got that chance on the show. So this is like his chance to like really like do that. Okay. 
I can see that because I'm like, you're really not going to get much because even though you won, you're only getting but so much. Yeah. And like you said, like nothing was really going on aside from the survivor drama. So that was it. And so in that deliberation with like Jesse not saying, not trying to say much because she wasn't trying to piss nobody off. And also she had money. If you got money and you going into elimination, you don't want to say nobody's name because they're going to be mad and you might be out of your money. And then Zoe was just there like, yo, like I'm ready to go against oh, anybody y'all want to pit against me. I'll be ready because I want to erase what happened in the challenge. <laughs> I'm done. I'll move on. And then right after they left, Desi and David talked about the other options, which were Kylan and Cash and Tyson and Kira, because Tyson and Kylan are some of the big hitters of the group and taking a shot at them would be possibly a good idea. Then they also brought up Shannon and Derek and Leo and Kayla as options because we know that Shannon is injured and they could use that as their advantage to throw them in. And then Leo and Kayla, who are our amazing race pairing, they are vulnerable. They can get them out in one go. Yeah, I mean, Desi's idea was on brand and on point. Like she, at this point, was going with the safest bets, which were Leo and Kayla or Derek and Shannon, because they don't pose a threat to her alliance game going further. And between Tyson and Kylan, I get David being in that position and wanting to make a move and being like, this may be my only opportunity to take somebody out. However, you have to think about who they're going against. And I don't think that Tyson would lose to Enzo. I just don't. And there was a reason why he didn't want to put Justine in elimination because yes, he knows that she has money, but he also knows that she's a strong competitor. So I don't think that he would feel comfortable going against Justine as well, even though it's not up to him. I just don't think that would be a smart move going forward. As far as Kylan and Cash, at this point, Big Brother had messed with their alliance ever since they got Tiffany out. So that whole Big Brother saving each other was already over. And I don't think that he had any alliance or any anything with Kyland or with Derek who was linked with Shannon so it was nothing to him to even go against to put any of those up but I think as far as the money goes yes it's smart but you're not getting that money so I don't think that should be a thing for you to put that against other people I just think that Desi and her game plan going against Leo and Kayla or Derek and Shannon was the best bet to go yeah I agree with everything you said. That was my exact same thoughts. Because <laughs> um, it, it made everything made more, more sense to really like go after Shannon and Derek and then Leo and Kayla. And then Sarah told Kayla that, hey, Tyson's campaigning for y'all to go in because that's what's best for him. And then Shannon said that she was hurt, but she was trying to play it off. And then Tyson and Angela had a debrief about the other options of the Mizzou Rays duo and then Shannon and DX. And Tyson also did say that he was prepared to go in, but if he had came back, whoever like did that would basically pay and he would have targets to go after. Yeah, I mean, that's what Desi knew the whole time. That's why she was just like, let me stay out of this white people's mess. Let them argue amongst themselves and let me just get the people out who... I have the least connection to, which is Derek and Shannon. Derek is big brother. Shannon is Love Island. It's no harm to her game. And uh, David at this point didn't seem to have a connection with Derek because they were on the same season. So it just made sense. Yes. And we go to the arena and David and Devi, they choose Derek and Shannon because her injury was a red flag. And then Alyssa, this is where I was saving my energy for. 
because you was brought up a little bit. David has no ties to anyone really from BB23. He really doesn't. So the audacity of her for being annoyed at the fact that David threw in Derek was very, mm, very rich. Okay, very rich. Because this is the same woman that made essentially Xavier turn on Tiffany and then went in and actually threw in Xavier. The Big Brother Alliance has been fractured since week two. Are you okay? And also, Angela, Enzo, and David are not working with y'all. So why do you think that it was a no-brand for him to throw in Derek, who he has no ties to? Yes, from the same show. I don't know that man from the can of paint. His primary is hurt. It's easy. She was like, oh, and Shannon's hurt. Girl, welcome to the challenge. That's the name of the game. It don't care if you hurt or not. If you are looked at as weak and there's a disadvantage that is available, whoever's in power, they will take it and throw that person in. That is the name of the game. This is not Big Brother. Absolutely. I Her trying to have a moment in the middle of this and getting on David for putting in Derek Derek is your number one, not David's number one. He has no loyalty to that man. And at the end of the day, you've shown that you have no loyalty to anyone. At this point, you all did what you needed to do in getting the cookout out. You got Tiffany out. You got Xavier out. You got Azza out. So all of that has already subsided. Now it is on to may the best person win. And David, again, has no loyalty to you or to Derek. He's trying to play the best game for himself. That does not include you, Miss Thing. As much as you like to think that people want to be around you or they like you all, like the world does not revolve around you that you have to, they have to play to your game. That that whole moment, it just made me roll my eyes in the back of my head because I'm just like, girl, you think you had a comment? Like you think you had a moment with that? And obviously they edited it in, but it made no sense because what does Derek and David have to do with each other like they have nothing in common besides that they first name start with a d like get out of here it was so weird like literally Alyssa, girl bye they begin to this donation tj told them like hey all i gotta do is just grab all these tires and do it as fast as you can in this donation that's it whoever, whoever does that y'all win then once they're ready to get going he was ready to sound the horn Derek was ready to jump and he's like, wait, hold on. They're the catch here. I'm not just, I'm, I'm not going to let y'all just grab these tires for nothing. That's going to waste some time. I'm going to make it interesting. Airplane playing, spelling Ebe instead of spelling B. Because <laughs> they're spelling words backwards. So TJ is going to ask them to spell words backwards. And if they get it incorrect, their opponents will have five tires taken away. And they get into the spelling bee and it volleys back between Enzo and Derek and they get the, the words correct. Then Justine spells cynical incorrectly, shattered right until the very last letter. Miss Dang, it is not with an S, it's with a C. It's L A N I. That's like a, okay, never mind, I'm gonna stop. And oh no, I N Y C. There we go. <laughs> Finish, finish your breakfast. Like, fin- finish it. Just finish it off. Yeah, there we go. And then Shannon spelled goggles correctly. And so they got their five tires removed. 
And after that, it was off to the races to grab the tires and make these stacks. And it was very neck and neck between all both teams, whereas Enzo and Justine had more of a solid foundation with their stack. And Derek and Shannon had really these big old three towers that were falling as time went on. And that was very detrimental to their game. Everybody was yelling at Enzo to pick it up because he was slow out there. What do y'all expect from a damn near uh, 50-year-old man at this point? Like, this man is old. Like, no shade, but he's a little older. You know, they're in sand. They're doing tires. I know that he says dealing with tires is in his wheelhouse because he deals with cars all day. But you also have to factor in, I don't know what the weather was like in Argentina at the time or wherever they were filming. So it's so many things that go into it. But I think Shannon and Derek performed really well, given the fact that Shannon was injured and, you know, they had the five tire difference in against Justine and Enzo. It was just the strategy was terrible and them stacking it. I don't know how they thought that was going to manage and hold up after you have to stack 50 tires like that just didn't make any sense whereas Enzo used a little bit more of his brain in terms of the strategizing and the plan of making a little pancake stack and and doing it that way but the ending was just funny to me to see how Justine was like they were on the last one in between getting the tire over to the station and Enzo picks up his tire and Justine is yelling, help me to Enzo. Enzo runs off, goes onto the other side. Justine is struggling to take the tire off. She finally gets the tire off and everyone's yelling, go, 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 Justine. Even TJ is yelling, finish it off, finish it off, whatever, whatever. And Justine gets there, gets the tire and it's done. But in on from the other side, Derek and Shannon, they were already done. They had all of their tires already there however it kept falling because they didn't stack it correctly so every time they would put up one three would fall every time they put up another three more would fall on the other side so it was just their strategy was just terrible between shannon and Derek, which is surprising because they could have actually won the challenge and that would have been 7k shannon going into her account so i mean it's it's one mess up that really just sent Derek and Shannon home it was an outright battle between the both of them but Enzo Enzo killed me at this because why he jumped on Justine like that and then literally was like we redeemed ourselves and it's like no sweetie you redeemed yourself and you didn't even do that damn well at, at, at this point you barely got through like I said he was struggling <laughs> he was walking the whole time Justine it would have been Justine going home because of Enzo if Shannon and Derek had gotten it all done in the right amount of time. But hey, props to Enzo and Justine for getting the win. And now they can erase that daily child performance out of their memories. So good on them. <laughs> good for Enzo for erasing that from his memory. However, it still <laughs> did happen. And we remember, like the streets remember that happening. Okay. So congratulations to Enzo and Justine, or really just Justine, but like congratulations for making it through that partnership. And as for Derek and Shannon, I have no real ties. Like Shannon's cool, but it is what it is. However, there was something that happened or that was said to happen in this 
elimination arena situation that was not shown. And I'm kind of mad that it wasn't shown because Derek X had said in an interview after the fact, so Derek went home and said that Hyman and Cash offered to go into the elimination for Derek and Shannon because Shannon was so injured. And I really want to know why they didn't do that. And I I get production has a storyline before the season starts. And as they go on, they edit story. They have story edits and they go through that process of making a storyline. Sometimes the story doesn't make any sense. And this episode was kind of a snooze fest. So I'm going to give the story editors, I don't know what's going on in this episode. But Colin and Cash really putting themselves on the auction block for Shannon is the most laughable thing I've ever heard. But it sounds just like cash. This is why I'm over cash at this point. It's just because what sense would that make for you to try to go against Justine, who supposedly your Love Island girl also, even though you're not as cool and close with her as much as you are with Shannon, why would you want to put yourself, offer yourself to <laughs> go home for Shannon, who is still going to be in the house injured and she can't do shit and she's not going to win anyway? Listen. Cache is not the brightest. <laughs> She's not. It don't make no sense. Because at one point, production would have like said, hey, Channing, you gotta go because you hurt. And that, that would have made no sense. That's not how this goes. And Kyle should know better. You've seen the challenge before. And you're like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll go along the sir. Are you dumb? Well, no, he is. Yeah, he has some tendencies to be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> she said, are you dumb? Wait, no, he is dumb. Actually, let me take that back. <laughs> nah, but for real, he had 12K in his account at this point. Like, he was playing so well. The fact that you would even offer yourself to go in for Shannon is so laughable. Like, I really don't even understand. And honestly, putting yourself on the line for Derek, it's like, what? And I get there, like, he's friends of Derek, but, like, come on now. Come on. Be serious. You got so much money in your account, you gonna let it go? This is not Big Brother. For Shannon. I I, I just want y'all to understand for Shannon. It was for Shannon. Like, y'all can't be serious. Y'all really cannot be serious. But I'm, you know what? Even though that would have made for greater TV, I don't know why they didn't show that. Thank you for Derek for that little scoop after the fact. But you know what i'm i, I want to see what else is going to happen because i know that there's more quote-unquote drama with cache going into the rest of the season so i just want to see how it unfolds or how they edit it in because there's a lot of things that i feel like we've missed in the house and so far and we've getting we're getting the tidbits as people are getting eliminated or as more and more is getting exposed and we're hearing other sides of people's stories cool but if that was something that could have been shown, I don't know why they didn't put that in there. I don't know. It, I don't think it would have helped anything either because Shannon's going to go home at some point anyways. Like, it is what it is. But Derek and Shannon were crying when they left. Shannon more so because of her injury, but she was also like glad that she faced her peers coming on the show. And then Derek was glad that him and Alyssa did their quote-unquote mission. And he was glad that they became closer. And he was like, we did what we set out to do. And I was like, sir, y'all set out to dismantle the cookout. What? And then Alyssa is like still trying to uphold this BB alliance for what? 
when y'all were the ones who single-handedly demolished it. That's what I don't understand. And at this point, I wish that she would dead it because it's honestly her life that's just bringing that up to make it seem like it, as if it's a thing. And it's really not. It's just you, sis. You are the main one who started the reason why this alliance went to shit in week two. Like, I don't know if she literally has amnesia or dementia or she just has a fucking lost mind but it was you who started it so I don't understand why is it that now you want people to be all big brother big brother big brother when you you told Xavier go to hell one and then you told him to send Tiffany to hell right there too so it was just like I don't understand but it is what it is Derek and Alyssa quote-unquote said I would what they wanted to do which was to disman the cookout carlin however is still in the house so that's one miss but they did at least get they can say they got three other people out of the house that was the part of it so whatever but i don't i still don't feel like it was a revenge like that was it didn't have the the gumption that they wanted it to have like it didn't have the movement of getting them out behind like they initial out to do but good riddance you think you got it oh you think you got it but got it just don't get it if there's nothing at all we've been together oh we've been together but separate's always better when there's feelings involved it's what they say let's get into these tweets because the folk were dragging Alyssa <laughs> and they're again <laughs> first one is Alyssa is the last person to say someone else's game is dumb. I mean, the last. And that is fact. Like, David may not be the best in some of these games, but however, what he did was a smart move for him in the house, and that was it. Whereas you put your own selfish, dumbass reasons into this game, for what? She probably would have put Leo and Kayla in. Or she would have tried to convince somebody to. She might have tried to put Tyson in because Kira was injured. That she's trying to make the initial move to make a big move. However, making a big move does not equate in you getting the right weight because Tyson would have easily came back and yes would have been grass. So I let her think what she wants to think. Let her think she's smart and this quote unquote mastermind. <laughs> Ma'am, we see the tape. Okay. We see you. Mega mind is don't got much in that mind. <laughs> the next one, you mentioned this briefly as well, but it's just funny because it's the same thing happened on BB. I don't know how DX thinks his stupid revenge was complete when Kyle was right there to wave him goodbye. Again, because on BB, DX is one of the targets was Kylan and Derek left before Kylan. And Kylan had the last laugh then. And once again, Derek had a plan and Kylan said to see him off. I mean, inserts the queen wave. And then the last one from Survivor's Own, who wasn't on the season. My favorite player is Kiki. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to bring back the Kiki because it's always something. Another, like, it's always a gem. That Danny just has to give us about his wife, Kiki. <laughs> is it a gem? I feel like it's more of a, a old rock. Like it's what gem is it? Please en- enlighten me. 
no, I don't know, just like some background, little tidbits about who he is, you know, his motivation. So his wife flew him out to Jamaica. Okay, his wife told him how to jump off of a cliff. She probably was trying to push him for the insurance money. Now I'm joking. I don't know. I'm over. (laughs) I'm over. (laughs) Kinky. At this point, we six weeks in, and she's been mentioned every episode on the show. And she's going to continue until Danny is sent home or until Danny wins, however this ends out. But at the end of the day, He's getting his camera time. And so was his wife, who is played it right because she's getting camera time and she has not been on the camera once. She has not even been there. So get your money, Kiki, because I'm sure he's she's like he's paying owing her royalties from just saying her name. So shout out to Kiki for getting her royalties. Yes. And oh speaking of money, real quick, I forgot to mention that Justine now has eight thousand dollars in the bank and Enzo now has two K. So Justine can, well, she has qualified for the final since she won her daily challenge with Tyson, but Justine has probably the third most money in the house above, below Kylan and Tyson. And we have, or maybe Angela's included there. I'm not sure how her money's out, but. And David. And yeah, David too, uh, somewhere in between. However, Justine can run a final at this point. So that's really all that matters. We will be back next week to talk more of the challenge. Hopefully the story makes sense next week. We get less of a snooze fest in terms of this episode and we'll talk about it more. You can follow our page on Twitter at DeWine's Pod. You can follow our personal pages on Twitter as well. Megan's page is at Megs and Hines. Alicia is at eighth underscore S5. And you can follow our YouTube page at DeWine's Pod. Again, we'll be back next week to talk more of the Challenge USA on CBS slash Paramount Plus. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good weekend or week whenever you listen to this. Goodbye. Bye.